And just when you thought it could not get any better, it does. Welcome everyone to another edition of PIM Podcast. It's called Partners in Marriage. I'm your host, Dr. J, and it's always a privilege and a pleasure to be able to come your way and share with you something that we feel, my wife and I feel, that will make a major difference, sometimes a small difference in marriage. Uh, and I tell you what, I'd love to talk with you about a lot of those things, but we're just going to talk about making the cake today, just making a cake. Now, before I get into that, please follow us. Uh, go onto our website, and of course, you're right here with us now, but share this with your friends and let them know that if they're planning to get married or they got in their minds that their marriage may need a little help. We call that something like uh, going back and getting some more education. It's when you already got a degree or you're already working, but you find out, mm, I need to tweak it just a little bit. Let's go back and get just a little more information on it. Now, we we have a workshop that we do all the time. Uh, it's called The Love Journey. Let me show you one of the pages of it here, one of the work applications that we use. It's a really nice piece that people get a chance to work in write about, look at their own lives, and make some decisions. And I want to talk with you about, like I said, making a cake, but it's actually called two basic, uh, four ways of practicing love, but three of them kind of run together. It's called application of love, the customary love, characteristic love, and routine love. That's what we're talking about today. And, and I want to try to give it to you in a demonstration that helps you understand that how love is... Uh, grows and develop and what you can do to make sure that you are redefining what your marriage is, what it should be, looking at it from the aspect of, okay, what have we brought into it that we might need to tweak, look at it again, uh, take our time and make our choices better. Uh, again, redeveloping, redefining, reinventing who we are as a couple. I told you sometime back, we celebrated, my wife and I, 50 years of marriage. Now, I don't mean one year marriage 50 times. I mean 50 years of marriage. One of the greatest thoughts we ever had was having parents who had already been married 25, 30 years. Uh, by the time we were getting ready to say I do, they did it years in advance. And we were able to see that. Now, today... Uh, in our society, that's not always the testimony. That's not always what young people are seeing today. They've come from a lot of dysfunctionality, broken homes, and you may be one of those. And if you are fortunate to have come from a home where your parents are your biological parents, then thank God. Or if you got a parent that loved on you and brought you in and took you on like you were, like you were theirs, thank God for that. That's a blessing. And you've seen, they've talked with you, helped educate you, blended you in, and it's better than just the blood. They chose you. Uh, when you have them by blood, they're yours, and you can't change them. You may have adopted some children. You may have been adopted yourself, but you have been poured into and felt the love of a parent or both parents, then you are fortunate. And you've seen good examples. However, with the divorce rate and the, and the unhappiness that we're seeing in homes, we're realizing that a lot of people are not getting all that they need in this process. So I want to look at this first and talk about application, application of love. If you would think about the application of love on the order of like exercising, 
What did, why did you exercise? And what is your, what is your goal for exercising? Well, most people want to build muscle and lose fat. They want to become stronger. They want to be healthier. And sometimes just to be more, more flexible. My wife loves the workout that they do like in the yoga classes and the stretching because it makes her more flexible. I like the ones where you do more uh, routine working out, repetition to get me more defined. That's what. But we both find what works for us. But think about the application of love. And that word application means this, apply. Apply means just that. What do you start out with and what are you putting into that relationship? You start doing the things. In the application of love, you start to apply or do the things that express love, that shows, that behaves in the way that someone does when they love somebody. And that's why when we talk about the application of love, why it's so important for us to understand uh, it's synonymous with exercising. And maybe, maybe you don't need exercise and maybe you don't or cannot exercise, but you know the value of it. So we start out in that mode, in that mode, understanding the things I want to do is going to strengthen my relationship. Now, so keep in mind, this application means apply just like I would if I was working out. I am going to see the relationship. I'm going to start doing the things that makes a marriage healthier. I'm going to say the things that make our marriage stronger. I'm going to develop my marriage muscle, my love muscle for my spouse. And that's what we're talking about, applying it. Now, the customary love looks like a combination of customary and like I said, uh, characteristic and routine. So in other words, I'm going to show you something here. I had to go out and buy this. I don't eat this, but I need you to see this. Now, characteristics of love is like the qualities, the things that it takes to make a marriage. Like for instance, uh, what are the ingredients that makes it work together to produce one thing? Well, let me show you something. This is a red velvet cake. Cost me a pretty penny to go get it. Somebody's going to eat it, even though, even though I don't. Somebody's going to eat this. But can you imagine what you have here is what we call the customary, the qualities of things that make one thing. There are several ingredients that make one thing. Several things had to happen for this to become one thing. In other words, there had to be some... Uh, some other fruits, uh, there had to be flour and sugar and all the other ingredients. I don't want to start calling them, but not just the ingredients. It had to be the right mixture. It had to be uh, the right temperature. It has to be the right timing. So all of these rights in order to make one thing. Now, I have a bowl of almonds, just almonds. This is what it is. It's a whole almond, but it's not anything else. It is not an ingredient. It's not characteristic because it hasn't made anything. Until the almonds are crushed and mixed with something else, they're just almonds. And many times in relationships, people try to go off in that relationship just being who they are. You've got to find the blend. So love means that we're going to blend. We're going to find the things that work well for us. We're going to take some blah situations, some 
eggs and bland flour in our lives. Everything can't be sweet. No, we can't do that. If we have all sweets all the time, we're going to have rotten teeth. And when your teeth fall out, then you got to do something to <laughs> make things work. But you get my drift. You, you can't just have one ingredient or too much of one thing. I had that problem when I made a cake recently. I had too much of the wrong ingredients, and it fell on me. So I have to figure out what is the right blend, what is the right temperature, what is the right timing for that as well. That's how you get the characteristic. How, how do we know you love each other? How do we know you got a relationship? It's because of the right blends, the things that you have decided that make your marriage work. And then when we talk about routine, I love this. It's the kind of love that many people don't even consider uh, in love because we are so caught up into the romantics and the romanticism of a relationship that we don't consider the routine part of relationship, the mundane things, the predictable, unchangeable, uh, boring things that your partner does, that your spouse does, that you don't even think about, that they do, that you don't even think about. And I'm talking about things like getting you a glass of water, turn the, the covers back at night, or making the bed up, washing and folding the clothes, paying the bills consistently every month without question asked, uh, turning off the light, those kinds of things, bringing you your shoes or whatever it may be. That Those are amazing. But here's what I want you to make sure of. Make sure that you are recognizing that, that your spouse is doing those things, acknowledge that, and in some small way, reward it. Uh, a rub, a hug, a kiss, a pat on the back, a card, something simple to say, I appreciate this. You're, you're, you're steady. You're like the sun. You, you rise every time. You handle that. We don't talk about it, but you handle that so sweetly. And I'm so grateful for you and for doing that. Guys, it's been great to talk with you today on, on our podcast. Please share this with your friends. If they're trying to figure out mm, how marriage works, join us on one of our love journeys. We want you to join us on uh, our 21-day love journey. It's a workshop that we do in about one day or so, and I believe it'll be a blessing to you. Go online and uh, call us. We'll come and do it for you. Remember, marriage is not a destination. It is a journey of love.